0: Welcome to the podcast of Rainbow Family Christian Center with Pastors Horace and Patricia Drumming. We would like to thank you for joining us today, and we pray that you are impacted, inspired, and encouraged by the Word of God. Let's check out
1: today's message. My name is, uh, I'm uh, one of the ministers in the house. My name is Felix, and my African name is Ade Dayo. and my last name is Ogunleye. So I just want to learn. that's what I put. I did that you're in there, amen. amen. So today is the day the Lord has made. I thank you for everyone and every one of you. Thank you for coming. It has been a pleasure, and God has been great to you. And God Almighty will meet you at the point of your need, amen. God will bless you abundantly. The Glo- blessing of God will shine upon your life. And say I will shine. I will shine for Jesus, and God, in the name of Jesus, He will shine for Jesus, amen. Oh God is faithful. Today we are. Today, th- today I'm going d- to. We're going to discuss about the characteristics. The topic of today's uh, service is characteristics of living an extraordinary Extra- Extra- life in Christ Jesus. The title again is characteristic of living an Extra- uh, living an extraordinary life in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now our pastors over the over the couple of uh, over the pa- couple of weeks, our pastors has been pre- uh, has been pre- you know, preaching about the essential of Christian's li- living, Christian's life, and he has preached about a lot of he has preached about the foundational topics and principles of Christian living and Christian life. So today he has preached about reading your Bible, coming to the, coming to the church when you come during the when you come to Bible. You bring your Bible. You bring your you, you bring your papers. You take notes, and he has talked. told us about when you go home. You want to start the, You want to go and look at the scriptures and start the scriptures again to make sure that he, you know whatever you read, so that you can understand. The Holy Spirit will put Holy Spirit will speak through your will speak through your heart, through your soul, through your spirit. Amen. And God Almighty, oh Pastor has taught not only that he has taught us about you know coming to church, about coming to serve, about you know, about giving to the giving giving your tithes and offering to help the community at large. Amen? He has taught, he has told us about, he has been teaching. Foundationally, he has taught us about how we can serve. Not only that we know Jesus Christ, so Jesus Christ so that we can make people know about Jesus. Yeah. Amen? But today we're going to talk. I just want to let you know that, uh, you know, the wages of sin is not, is, you know, the wages of sin is there, but the gift of God is life everlasting in Christ Jesus. Amen? But the Bible says I'm not ashamed of the uh, I'm not ashamed of the, of this good news. Because the good news is a power. It's a power of God on those who believe. And those who believe, don't be ashamed about the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other life of Jesus Christ. He is the giver of life. Amen? And I want to tell you today, we're going to talk. This morning, we're going to talk about the characteristic of living a strident life in Christ Jesus. God wants us, me and you, God wants me and you to know where we stand in him, in his eyes. And you want to know if you are a Christian, you are living an extraordinary life in Christ Jesus Christ. You are living an extraordinary life. So to live an extraordinary life, number one. Number one, you live an extraordinary life in Christ, you have to have a faith. Amen? You have to have, number one, you have to have a faith. Hebrews 11, 11, 6. Hebrew eleven six said, "But we, without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For He comes, for he who comes to God must believe that He is, that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him." Amen. So when you diligently seek Him, you have to have a faith in everything that you do. Every day, what everything that you do, every morning, every day is faith. It takes faith to leave your bed, to leave your house, to go to work. It takes faith when you get in your car and you pray and through the power of God you know, to drive your car to where you're going and to come back safely. It takes faith when you eat, if, when you eat your food and you don't even know who prepared that food, but you just believe and you know that it's not poisoned. Amen. So it is faith that makes you to do things that you don't do, and the Bible says faith is the substance of things you no know, hope for, evidence of things not seen. You hope for, it, you haven't seen it, but you know that God Almighty is about to do that miracle in your life. Amen. God is a miracle worker. God is one that makes a way there's no way. You know, so it takes faith. When you have a faith, you say, when you have a faith as, low as, as small as a monster, you can move a mountain. You say to this mountain, ye be removed, and it shall be removed. Every mountain that is standing in your life, today it shall be removed in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen? So the Bible says say faith comes, no, comes by who? By hearing the hearing of God. When you hear the word of God, faith develops. Faith is Faith is in, is, is in motion. Every day you, are in, you are, have the faith of God and you know that God Almighty will do it to you. He said, You hear the voice of God, you hear the word of God, and continue to hear and you continue to build the faith in your life. Amen? He said, The joy shall live by faith. The, no, the joy shall live by faith. The book of Hebrews, if you look at the book of Hebrews 11, you see people that, people of faith, People that God has counted to be a people of faith, and you, we are counted as people of faith in this house. Amen. The Bible says the king, King Solomon, asked for wisdom, but God added wealth to his life. All he asked for is for wisdom, but God has given wisdom and wealth. Amen. Abraham, Abraham. our father, Abraham has for, oh no, not asked for son. But God gave him generations. We are the generation of Abraham. Me and you. All he asked for is just his son, but God gave him generations. And the generation of today, we are still alive. And we are still breathing. And the generation will continue. Regardless, what, what, whatever is happening in the world, don't worry. That my people might come say They want to destroy you. They can never take your life. They can never take your life. Until God says, anybody can put a command in your name. Until God put a full stop, it is not finished. Until God says it is finished. Amen? Amen. Now, the second, you not know, to live an extraordinary life, number two, is that you have a life of continued surrender. Amen. You surrender to the Lordship of our Lord Jesus Christ. They want to get to know. They want to get that, they want to get to know Christ because too many Christians know about Christ, but they don't have an intimacy with our Lord Jesus Christ. Our pastor always say that. Do you know people? our pastor when he preaches? He will say, "Oh, do you know uh, Michael Jordan?" A lot of people don't know him, but you hear about him. Do you have an intimacy with him? No. But you hear about him, but we know Jesus Christ because he lives in us. Yeah. He, we are, we are being, you see, he are being, he has, Jesus Christ is engraved in, in his father. And we are being implanted and engraved in, 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 in our Lord Jesus Christ. And he is divine. We are the branches. Without him, we can do nothing. And we, with Christ, we can do all things. With the power of almighty God that strengthens me and you. Nothing is impossible for those who believe in him. You be believe you can. If you believe, notice it's impossible. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh Matthew chapter Matthew chapter fifteen chapter eleven verses twenty eight to thirty. He said, "Come to me, all you who are la- who labored and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn." from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God says, bring all your problems to him. Bring all your, everything that is trying to summon you, put it under the cross of almighty God. He says, when, he, when, you, "When you cry out to Him, He's ready. When you fall down, someone he say He'll pick you up. Sometimes He'll pick you up, and when you fall, God Almighty will always pick you. Whenever He says, will never leave with you,' I will never leave you, I will never leave you, or forsake you, because the Almighty God will always be with you until the end of time. No matter what is going on, say, come to Almighty God. Come to Him.' He is." He is, he, lo- he is so gentle. He's a gentle God. He will never force you. God has given me and you one thing. He has given us a will. God will never abrogate your will at all. God gives you that will so, do, so that you can make choices. You can ever make a choice, whatever choices you make, it's either light or darkness. But let me let you, let you know that light leads to heaven. Light leads to internal life because there's life in Christ Jesus Christ and there's eternity in Christ Jesus. But when you go the other way, you go into the you go into, you going into the abyss and that is darkness. Darkness does not live nowhere. Whatever there's darkness, where there's light, light will, where there's light, darkness will disappear. Every darkness in your life today, I command it to disappear in the name of Jesus. Now, number three, when you live an experimental life in Christ Jesus, it's a life of prayer and praise and worship. You have to learn the secret of prayer. And what is prayer? Prayer is just a communi- it's a communion with Almighty God. God wants to have relationship with you. God wants to know you. God wants to know you. You wants to have relationship with you, just like when your bro- wife and you know, your brother and sisters, when they call you, they know your voice, just like when Pastor always calls me, I know his voice. When my wife calls me, I know her voice. Oh, I'm sorry, I never say hello to my, my lovely wife. Please forgive me, Miss Angela. <laughs> please, go please. please. Thank you, thank you, my honey, sugar pie. <laughs> Amen. Ah. <laughs> Let's move on. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> now, have a good, consistent prayer life. Amen? Good, consistent prayer life. No prayer. Every, 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 everything that besiege you, take it to the almighty God. No prayer that is too little or too big. There's no, order, there's no order of conformity to God. Just pray the way God has created you. Speak from your heart. Speak through your spirit of the Almighty God. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray in the, uh, uh, pray in the Holy Spirit. Play you know, in your own knowledge. Just pray. Prayer. you don't have to scream. You don't have to shout. God does not need your screaming. You can shout all you want. God will tell you if it's going to be yes, it's yes. If it's going to be no, it's no. If it's going to tell you wait you're going to wait. Amen. Amen? That is what prayer is all about. God about he wants to answer your prayer, but as I said, it is either yes or no or wait. But one way or the other God will answer that prayer. You may not even know when that prayer has, has, has been answered because God has blessed you so much, what you ask for today, God might give you two months from now, but God has given you something greater than that. Amen? Amen? Amen. But I, I But I want to, look, the Bible says in the book of Philippians chapter, Philippians chapter 6, verse 6 to 7, it says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guide your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. You say, take all your prayers to Almighty God. Nothing is to any prayer. I tell you one time I was having, I have issues. I was coming to serve at Rainbow Family Christian Center. And my car was making all this noise. So I got up from my car, I lay hands on that car. I said, car, I'm going to serve the almighty God. It's either you take me there or I'm going to take you there. of you do is going to get me in there. So in Jesus' name, engine, I command you right now to land up with the word of God. I got in my car, I drove down here. That was the end of it. Amen? And after I finish over here, I say, right now I'm going to the mechanic guy. You better behave yourself. In Jesus' name. I got in my car, I go to the mechanic place, the guy gar- there. As I get at the mechanic, I say, okay, you got him in there. That's all it is. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So God is faithful. In all your or whatever is going through your life, take it to Almighty God. Take it into prayer. That's the only thing that God wants from you. God wants to a relationship with you. He wants to know your voice. He said, my voice or my sheep, I know. I don't know the voice of the stranger. I know your voice. When God knows your voice, he has relationship with you. You don't have to shout before he listens to you. When you say, Father God in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Oh, He you knows it. that's my son. That's my daughter. Oh, right now, angels of God, I want you to relax. I need to listen to him. God wants to listen to him. But he asked me to you, and now we have to pray to the to his only begotten son, Lord Jesus Christ. There's no other way we can get to God except through Almighty through Jesus Christ. Pray through God, through Jesus Christ, into him. And allow through the, power of the Holy Spirit to do the miracle in your life. Yes. Amen? So, there that, that is Jesus, there is Father, there is God, and there is Holy Spirit. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. They all work together in one unison. Amen? So, I want to understand that this, when we have confidence in Almighty God, God Almighty is, good, is so faithful and just. And He's compassionate, and he have, you know, a compassionate God. Amen? and secondly not only prayer make sure that you spend time in worship you want to pray, you want to worship almighty God, God wants your worship, God wants you to dance for him God wants him to glorify him, raise up your holy hands and worship him he wants you to put on your dancing shoes and, and dance for him Amen. When you dance for Jesus, God Almighty, we will, will, will do what? We heal your heart. We heal your might. Every disease that is besetting, God, will disappear. Amen. Amen. I came this morning. I was having some pain in my side, but when we started doing praise and worship, I was able. I was, I was able to kneel down and worship Almighty God. That's one thing I was unable to do before I came here. But God is wonderful because when we are being preached and worship, I find myself and, and, and laying down, and kneeling down and worship Almighty God. I'm telling you, God will heal all your diseases in Jesus' name. Amen. Because the Bible says God is a spirit; those who worship Him must worship Him in in spirit and in truth. Worship is a song. When you put you know, put on your worship and your sons, he say the worship is a key of heaven. You know, the, you know, they say the key to opening all heaven is worship. It's a key to open all heaven. When you worship God with your life, you open your God with your tithes and offering. You worship God when you come to serve in the church, in the pantry. When you come to serve and be the ushers and be the leader and be well and, uh, and be the uh, and be the and be the the ushers, you come to serve and be, you know, in the, out there, the, the security, the, the media. When you serve and you serve the baby, you, know, you do the, baby, baby, uh, the, the, children's, the children's class or you be, or whatever you serve on, serve God in truth and in, uh, and in worship and in truth. God said, I want your worship. You can serve in different ways. Amen? Different form of worship. You can be in your bed, you can sing. You can be in your car. You can sing. You can go to work and you pray in the Holy Spirit. You come back from work. You pray in the Holy Spirit. And I do as what I do. Amen. I go to work. I pray in the Holy Spirit. I come back and pray in the Holy Spirit. I know when I pray in the Holy Spirit, that I have the power of God around me. And I know that through the power of the Holy Spirit, everything is possible. The Bible says that the world was formed by His word. And the Spirit of God, you say, in the in 1st Genesis, say the word was formed by God. And he said, and I say, the Spirit of God was roving over the heart and the heart and the, uh, and the heart as well as the heaven that was created. And he said the Spirit of God was hovering. And he said, let, let that be heart. And, and that was and that was light. Let there be darkness and there was light and there was darkness. And he said and he, and he said, the heaven and the father made separated right away. but he's speaking he speak with the word of God. Yeah. The word of God is very important. He said, let it be a word of God. Let it be impressed in your heart. Speak it, speak it. And when you when you open your Bible, oh, every time you read the Bible, the word of God is already impressed in your heart. You might be sleeping and you are seeing, you are seeing different, different verses and different quotations in your sleep. Because the power of the Holy Spirit is speaking through you. Amen. Yeah. The Holy Spirit wants to do wonders in your life. Holy Spirit wants to, you can be here, and somebody might be over there a thousand miles away. And whatever they are doing, you can hear you because the Holy Spirit is talking to you. The Holy Spirit is your comforter. The Holy Spirit can even be, you know, we can even snitch. He snitches on people. Holy Spirit, I'm telling you, Holy Spirit snitches on people. Do something that is not right. Holy Spirit will go and snitch your pastor or his drumming. And you be wondering, how does he know? Somebody, you don't know because that is Holy Spirit. Amen. So watch what you do. You that are married, don't let the Holy Spirit teach on you when you do something out there that you're not supposed to do. And you that are still you know, still single, don't go out there fornicating now. Amen. Yeah. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Yeah. And when it's time, it shall be your turn. And you have internal internal you have internally and bliss in your marriage. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, and in, uh, number four, the fourth, when you live in an external life in Christ Jesus, number four is that uh, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit. Rely constantly on the Holy Spirit. Although I've already spoken about the Holy Spirit all the time, but make sure that you rely on the Spirit of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, Romans, 28, Romans 8, 26, 27 says, In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. We do not know what we ought to pray, but the Spirit, He, Himself intercedes for us. Be through wordless groans, 20, uh, no, verse 27, and, and He who searches our heart knows the mind of the Spirit because the Spirit intercedes. The Spirit intercede on your behalf. That's why I told you when I'm going, I'm coming back and speaking in the Holy Spirit. Sometimes when I speak in the knowledge, I speak in the. Uh, when I'm preaching, when I am praying, I do. Sometimes I don't even know what else to say. But when the, I speak in the Holy Spirit, the Spirit is a powerful, mighty God. The God hears the, the your, when you speak in the Holy Spirit. Nobody hears. Even demon does not hear what you are talking about. The only people who can do accept as an interpretation, through the power of interpretation, that God give you the gift of interpre- interpretation, somebody might be in there, in that church, that might be able to interpret it for exhortation. Amen? So, believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. But I want to let you understand that not only do you believe in the power, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Amen? You yes. say, never say means words out of anger. Your anger will pass, but your mean words can scare a person for life. So use kind words. If you can't use kind words, be silent. Amen. People will come against you, people will rough you, but don't grieve the power, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. Every Holy Spirit is, is a person. Holy Spirit is a person just like me and you. He hears. It feels what we're going through. So be careful what you say with your mouth. This mouth, you see, the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. Whatever you say, it might come to pass. Be careful what you say to your children. Be careful what you say to your brothers and sisters. Be careful. Do ever say they can never be your children, your children can never be amount to, no, 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 to nothing. They will amount to even to be the president of, all material, of the United States of America. They will, be the, they will be the CEO. We always tell them the positive. See their future, that they have a brighter future. Don't look at what they are going through. Look at the future. Amen? Their, brighter is brighter. their future is brighter and brighter like a day. Your future is brighter and brighter like a day, Amen? Your business will, will, will flourish. Your life will flourish. Everything that lay hands, it shall, it, lay hands, it shall, it shall, it shall come to, to blessings. And your life will be a blessing to people, amen? When you listen to the power of the Holy Spirit, amen? Listen to the guiding and leading of the Holy Spirit. Don't listen to whatever anybody will say behind you. Don't listen to whatever you say be- anybody will say behind you. A lion never looks back when a dog backs. A lion never looks back when a dog barks. Is the king of the is the king of the of, uh, is the king of the jungle when the dog barks he never looks back what is the dog forget it <laughs> i know the lion is moving on yeah. as we are we are soldiers for jesus we need to continue moving on amen yeah. Yeah. people don't worry about what people are trying to do to your life but you know that you have the mind of Christ and you can do all things yeah. amen yeah. now if we now number fifth if we live an extraordinary life in Christ Jesus, a life that will seek God and not sin. A life that is called to repentance. A life that is called to repentance. Now in the book of Amos 5 4, he says, For thus said the Lord to the house of Israel. What I'm saying right now, thus says the Lord to the House of Rainbow Family Christian Center. The Bible says, it says, seek me and live. God wants, want, as I say, he wants relationship with you. He wants you to seek him. He says, you know, he say, seek forth the kingdom of God and all His righteousness. Every other thing shall be added to you. God wants to know you. Amen. He is the giver of life. And he said in the book of Revelation chapter 3 verse 20. He said, "Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens that door, opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me." what else are we asking for when Jesus Christ wants to eat with you? He wants to live in you. He wants to have more colonial with you. He wants to have more relationship with you. And he said, just open your heart. He said, open your heart, and I will come in there, and I will dine with you. God wants to know us more. more he wants to know us. Amen? And the Bible says, if we conserve our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and to cleanse us from all our righteousness." God is a life giver. The well, book of Romans is remind me and you <clears throat> where life is found. A life is found in Christ Jesus. He says, seek me that you may live. We only, we will only find life when we are seeking God. Amen. When we seek God, oh utterly, we will find Him. When we when we find when we seek Him, oh utterly, He will reach to us. When we find Him, wholeheartedly, He will comfort us. When we find Him, wholeheartedly, He will hear our prayers. When you he, know, He will guide you. He will put his arm around you. He say, oh, "God love me, love love us first before we love Him." That's why he sent his only begotten sons. Because he loves us so much, he sent his son to me so that we have relationship. We can have internal life. So that we can go to where so we can go and worship with God and all the days of Allah without you no know, without perishing. And be assimilated, we go, be assimilated as then we're gonna be we're gonna be assimilated and we're gonna be like angels in heaven and worship him all the days of Allah. What do you think you're gonna do when you get to heaven? That's no trading. That's no your, you know, your, that you, you, you're not going to take your car or your PhD or your MBA or your or whatever the title you have. You're not going to take it to heaven. The only thing you can take to heaven is your soul. Well, what have you done that will make you to have eternal life in Christ Jesus? You say out of this kind of body, we are in the place of the almighty God. And I pray that everybody here, your name and all our political, all our family, all over, your name will be written in the land book of life in the mighty name of Jesus. Seeking forth the kingdom of God and his, and, ra- and his righteousness. Everything will be added to us. Amen? amen. Now number six. Six topics. When you live an extravagant life in Christ Jesus. It's a life that loves God, not the world. Let love be the ruling principle of your life. Now, John chapter 1, John chapter 1, uh, John chapter 2, verses uh, 15 to 17 says, "Do not love the world or the things in the world. If uh, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but it is the world. And the world is passing away." and the loss of it. But he who does the will of, of God abides forever. Amen? And he says in the book of John 13, he uh, says, by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Now the question is, what is the object of your affection? Is your affection, the object of your affection is to have power? Or is the object of your passion is to have recognition? You want the whole power of the whole world to know you. Or is the object of your aversion is your hobbies. Every Sunday, instead of coming to work, you want to wash your car, sparkling, yeah, sparkling, looking, sparkling new. Is it a recognition of power? Power corrupt, absolute power corrupt absolutely. Or you want power, you want recognition. Every recognition, the only recognition to what you want to know that people can write on your epitaph when, we'll, when we leave this world you say He loves God, He knows God, He's self humanity, and He's the servant of God. That's the best epitaph you want God to know. It's not your house, it's not your car, it's not your degree. It's not who you are. Whether you are a CEO or you are the prime, you are the pre, uh, prime minister. You all those will, all those will come to nothing. Amen. Wealth can come today; it can disappear tomorrow because wealth, money has money. This money that Satan uh, will uh, 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 put all this money to into your, into, uh, put it in your front. You run after money, and you forget, and uh, you forget God. Money comes; he goes because he has a life. Why do you think people are, dead, but people are killing each other? All these drug dealers, they can never be satisfied. It doesn't matter how much drug dealers have, they will never be satisfied. And all it does, he come to destroy. Come to destroy, to kill, and to uh, come to, dis- you know, the Satan comes to kill, to destroy, and uh, destroy our life, Amen. But God say, has come to give you life, life abundantly in Christ Jesus. You may have all these accolades. But I want you to understand that one day, it will be one day. Look, for example, right now, during the confederate, the confederate, you know, during those times now, they were so big now that they, they put all the epithets everywhere. Some, they even build a, a, a monument for them and they are on top of a, of a, of a horse and they are like this on the horse. Eventually, when the time comes, people, are, people will say, we're going to pull it down. They pull them down. In the Capitol Hill, they pull them down. Unfortunately, there is actually in Europe or maybe, maybe London or Paris. They put one of these people that is actually during his reign, it was nothing but a terror. They pulled this... It's a caricature, they pull his statue, they pull it down. Not only they pull it down, they put a rope on it, they drag it to the to the, to the river and jump into the river. So what are you what is the pride all about? It is vanity upon vanity. You have money, what can, what do you do with the money? Help human beings, help people if you can't help them living alone. Do your best. Love humanity. Love Christ. And let the power of Almighty come into your life. And fear God. The Bible says the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The Bible says that uh, King King Saul uh, lost his, his, his throne because of disobedience. He disobeyed God and he lost it. Amen? But God is so good. Is wonderful God. When you love God, what is up there? When you love God, your smile. I want you to. When you love God, people will see a smile in your face. We we'll see the power of God. We we'll see the light of God. You know, because there's love in this guy in your life, on your job. People should know that you have the love of Christ in your heart. In your house, they should know that you have the love of Christ in your heart. If they don't see the love of Christ in your people, people don't want to be around you. The Bible says your smile is your logo. Your smile, when you smile, is your logo. Your personality is your business card. Amen? And the way you make other people feel is your trademark. I'll say that again. Your smile is your logo. When people see you all over the world, that smiling, they want to know why you are smiling. Then you let them know about Christ. You want to let them know that it's the Christ that lives in me, the grace of glory. That's why I'm smiling every day. Regardless, I might be going through a situation, but I'm smiling. Amen? Your personality, your personality is your business card, you know? The way you, the way you walk around, the way you, in your office, your personality, you make people comfortable. It's your business card. And how you feel, you make people feel, it's your trademark if you if if you come to my house as a contractor if you don't feel if you don't, if you don't if you don't do the job right you don't make me feel good about what you've done for me you, you, are, you have a, ba- you have a bad, you have bad bad reputation i will never i will never use your business card and give and ask people to, i will never ask other people to come and patronize you no more you understand me and that's why i say that's your that's your trademark your treatment your your logo and your car, business card amen now let's talk about number. No, no, let's talk about number, six, number seven. It's a life that is. It's a life that is that uh, that you that you believe in God, not the deceiver. You believe in the name of Almighty God. You believe when you believe, believe when you believe that Jesus, I'm a believer in Almighty God. You believe you can move a mountain. The Bible says when you believe and you you believe. You say you can hear the fruit of the land. He said, "Faith and you believe." You say you can tell this mountain, you'll be removed and shall be removed." When we talk about mountain, we're talking about situation in your life, not the mountain, not, ma- not mountain Ro- Rushmore or Kilimanjaro. I'm talking about mountain that is trying in your heart, that is giving you trouble, and God Almighty say, "You tell it." Through the faith and the power of Almighty God, God has given me you, me and you has given me and you what they call authority. He say, He says to he says to Peter, He says, Peter, by Jonah on this rock I build my church. I give you the key to the kingdom of Almighty God, and no gate of hell will prevail. Or prevail no gate of hell will prevail over your life in the name of Jesus. Amen. So you will serve. no nothing can surmount you, and nothing can bring you down, when you believe in the name of Almighty God. God is a miracle, miracle worker. God is a God that makes will make you believe there's no way. But I tell you, let don't allow the deceiver to deceive you. And the Bible says in the book of John chapter eight, verse forty-four, it said, "You are and your father, the devil." And the day no, you know, say you and uh, of your father, the devil, and the desire of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in truth because there's no truth in him. When, the dis- when, he, speaks li- when he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he's a liar and liar and the father of all of it all. Amen? And the book says in the book of since this is First John chapter 3, 8. You say, who is sins is of the devil. For the devil has sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God has come. The Son of God has manifested that he might destroy the works of the evil one. God come into my life, into our life, so that he can destroy the works of the evil one. Do not be afraid. Nothing that, that's nothing that the evil one can do to you. Satan cannot destroy your life because you have the power of Almighty God on you. You have the anointing, you have the anointing of God on you. You have the protection of God around you, like a shield. Now, what can Satan do to you? Satan can just—it's just a toothless bulldog. Just like I said the other time, do not worry what anybody can say behind you. You know, and I said that like they say, the lion does not look back when the dog backs. Amen. God is wonderful. God wants to heal your body, wants to heal your heart. God is a healer. Amen. God is a healer, amen? Yes. And, the, and he said the, the last one is a life, a life with you know, sickness and disease will disappear. No more sorrows, no more pain. When you have the life of God, even though you might have some issues here and there, but don't be, don't worry. As I said earlier, except God, you know, people might be a command in your life, but God said, let God put a full stop, nothing can happen to you. Amen. This life is progressive. Nothing stays forever. Amen. That would and the, the psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. Psalm 91, Psalm 103, verse 2 and 3. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all, all your iniquities? Who eats all your diseases? Now, the greatest of our Lord's, of, of Lord's benefits is that he forgives all our sins. The psalmist has charged us not to forget about all his benefits. He heals all our diseases. Amen? All our, all our diseases, none is not, is not too hard for him to, to, to fix. No illness are excluded from the great benefit of our Lord, Almighty God. Whatever disease, diseases or illness that you have in your body, today it shall fall away. God promised me, he promised you and me healing. He promised total healing, total, total wholeness. God has, God has said, he will heal you. He will touch your heart. He will touch your mind. Spiritually, God will heal you. Spiritually, no, spiritually, God will heal you. When you pray, when you pray, make sure not only you pray, God, God, give, 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 give. Pray for your brother, pray for your sister, pray for your pastors, amen? When you pray, pray that God Almighty to heal you spiritually now. Tell God to heal you, to heal you physically. Tell God to heal your finances. Tell God to heal you mentally, emotionally, Amen? Because all this has a different, 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 different components in your heart. Tell God to heal you and take depression out of your life. Tell God to heal you and take every pain and ache in your body, in your body, in your body, in your, body, in your, body in your body. Every. Tell God to heal your heart and heal your mind and heal your soul. Your heart, your mind, your soul, and love. Ask Almighty God to heal you completely. Because when you ask God to heal me, God, I need your healing. You have to be specific. You have to be, spe- you have to be f- specific. God Almighty does not come into your body. He can see it, but you have to tell him what you want him to heal, what he want you to heal. It might be pain in your body. It might be back pain. It might be physical. It might be mental. Maybe you have head or you have migraine or psychological problems. Or you are depressed, depression. Some people have heart problems. You want to ask God Almighty to allow the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, that power of the Holy Spirit, that the blood of Jesus Christ walk through your heart and walk through your mind and, and every, uh, you know, through your blood, every blood system, to from your brain to the bottom of your feet, that it flows in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Now you want to ask God Almighty. Oh, some people have breast cancer, breast cancer, pancreatic cancer. You have a kidney problems, you know. Some people have lungs problems, liver problems, any form, any forms of cancer, tumors or, or tumors in your body emotional problems, as I say, relationship, you know, relationship with your father, with, with, us, with in your family, issue, marital problems, stress and fatigue and financial problems, you have to ask God. Pinpoint what you're asking God. Don't pray, don't pray in a vague. When you pray to God in a vague language, he does not understand you. Amen? But when you pray, don't pray, I miss now. Don't pray that God give me me a million dollars, and you don't even know what you're going to do with the million dollars. You want to to use it on on yourself. You don't want that. Pray God, that God Almighty, you are God, give me the power to make way. So I can use this for His kingdom. Kingdom of Almighty God. Amen. God, fear God. Love people that God has created in your life. Be merciful. Be generous whatever whatever you're going through, do not be careful, do whatever you're going through, don't even shout on God. Don't ask, do let God know that God Almighty is your creator. Amen. And God will has, will, God will, will, God will do the miracle in your life. And I know that God Almighty, there are some people here that you know that God Almighty is a mighty God. He is the one that created me and you. And God wants to have relationship with you, right? I want to have a relationship with you right now. And God say, come to me, those who are laden. I will give you rest. There might be some people here, maybe you haven't had, or you have not given your life to Almighty Jesus. And God wants to know you. All He takes is just to confess to him as your Lord and Savior. Amen? Yeah. All he wants to do is to have relationship with you. God does not want you again. God does not want to continue, continually, just like in the in the Bible. He said they, they love God. Say, Oh, Zan, Ozan, and the third day they crucify him. Now there was a thief on the right and the left. One said, Who are you? I thought you are God. And the other one said, Please forgive me. Remember me when you get to your, para- when you get to your paradise. And God said, today, you're going to be in paradise with me. Now, I'm asking you today, there are some people who are going through some, uh, some, uh, some situation, maybe in your family. There are some people that people, somebody has, somebody has done to you when you are young, when you are your family member, or somebody has uh, done something to you, abused you. There are some people right now, you're going through, you don't even know how to pay your rent, but i look looking, how can I pay my rent? God say, come to me right now. Because he wants to, he, he wants to help you. He wants to assist you. He wants to do miracle in your life. Amen? Amen? And if you are you, you know that you have, not, you, you, have not actually, you have not given your life to Christ. Or maybe you have given your life to Christ, but you, you have sinned. Every day, every minute we sin. Amen? You know you have sinned. You have done something you are not supposed to do. And you, want to give, and you want to rededicate your life to, to Christ. Will you raise your hand? Let me see your hand. Raise up your hand, please. Amen. I see you, I see you over there. And uh, if you want to, if you know you have done something you're not supposed to do, even today, some people are coming here, but they, they are fighting until they get down here. They were fighting until they get down here. But you know that it's you. I you want to repent so that God can bring you back together in one unity. Today, let me see your hand. And those who have raised up your hand, if you don't mind, if you can just come to the altar so that we can pray. Come to the altar and let God take it out of your life and do miracle in your life. Don't be bashful. Don't be bashful. Let me tell you, when we get to heaven, it's going to be just me and you. Your husband, your wife, your children are not going to be there. It's going to be you and God, and that's a judgment day. I know that you—I know that you don't want to come out, but I say this: Let's let, let's say this. Say this after me. Come on, please, please. And there are some other people that will, that needs that God Almighty wants to touch your heart, wants to touch your mind, want to do a miracle in your life. Amen. God wants to heal your heart, wants to heal your mind. Come to the altar right now. Amen. Amen. God is faithful. God is wonderful. We have a living God that really cares for me and you. If I may ask our the first lady to come and pray, please pray for her, please. Please, ma'am. Please pray for her, please. God Almighty, we thank you for what God is doing now. And before we, before we leave, there's a song that we want to play. Amen. There is a song that we want, th- we want to play. And after this song, this song will be a benediction. Be, be, after this song, we do our benediction. Can you please? Can everybody rise up, please? And let's Come on now, make it a worship. Make it a worship. Make it a worship, please. I
2: give to you, with holding nothing. With holding nothing. I son.
0: Paradox there. You can either live an ordinary life or you can allow Jesus to put something extra in your life. And that's where we come up with this word extraordinary. And what he was saying to all of us this morning we need that extra. You cannot make it in this life just doing the ordinary. God is saying, in the times that we're living, in the circumstances and the troubles that we're seeing, You need the extra. Jesus is the extra. Jesus is the more than enough. Jesus is the exceeding, abundant, above all that you can ask or think. Jesus is the one who was in the beginning, before the earth was ever formed. Jesus knows more about your life than you know Jesus knows more about your day today than you will ever know. and That's why you want him to be leading, to be guiding, to be directing your path. The steps, the Bible says, of righteous men, women, boys and girls are ordered by the Lord. That's what makes it extraordinary. Because if you're just trying to do the ordinary, you are still in the world. And the Bible says, you have to understand that you're in the world, but you can't be of it. God is not asking us to assimilate. God is asking us to separate, come out from among worldly living and live an extraordinary life. And it's all through Christ. He gave you seven excellent points. You want to go back and listen to it again. I, I was tempted even as I was preaching to go back there and get onto the uh, the system and just type out in a PowerPoint all of these seven points because they are extraordinary ways of living. It is essential that you understand that you can live above and not beneath. You can truly be the head and not the tail. That's what God is calling you into. Lift your hands high toward heaven. The song, the essence of it, this is about surrender. Your expression, what you're doing right now, that's surrender. That's an outward expression of something that you're saying, hopefully, internally in your heart, God, I surrender. It's not my will that I want to be done any longer. It's your will. I'm not going through the motions anymore, God. And trust me, I know that people are just going through the motion. And God says, I know all about that. It's like he said with Moses at the book, in the book of Exodus, it's, there are times where you've got to take your shoes off. There are times where you've got to just know, I'm standing on holy ground, and a holy God is calling me to be holy as he is holy. God is calling me to do something extraordinary that I know that in my ordinary life I wouldn't do. Moses knew that he had run from it for 40 years, and God is now saying to him, I've given and I will give you strength, because he didn't even know that it was going to be another 40 years. But God was going to do and fulfill what he said he would do for his people. And so, Father, we surrender all to you. And the song implied, we will withhold nothing. And oftentimes, Father, we think we need to hold on to something from our past. We need to hold on to something of our personalities, but not anymore. We surrender all to Jesus. All to you we freely give because you freely gave us this life that we now have, and you gave it to us more abundantly than what we had. You gave us the extra. Jesus went the extra mile. And he wanted us to have a life that is extraordinary, not just ordinary. And so we give you thanks, we give you praise, and we will go out, Father God, and allow this attractiveness that you put on us to be seen. Because God wants you to be attractive. He wants you to show your faith. But he also wants you to be what? Active and share your faith. It's not just about being attractive, and you should. But you need to now be what? Active. Call somebody. Visit somebody. Email somebody. Text somebody and tell them about the goodness of the Lord. Share a scripture. Give a word of encouragement. There's something that you can do that expresses this extraordinary God that we serve. Amen? So let's be doers, not just hearers. Glory to God. We give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Thanks again for joining us today. Here at Rainbow Family, our mission is to love God, love people, and change the world. If you would like to partner with us in any way, we encourage you to visit our website at rainbowfamilychristian.org.